With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Everything Homes special segment. Stories needing sharing. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Good morning and good afternoon. So if you're joining us for brunch or if you're joining us for lunch, as you can see, we are back in the Save My Freedom studios here, sponsored by... Our business partner and fabulous man, Steve Stern, theflagshirt.com, theflagshirt.com. I've got one of his awesome shirts on. I don't know if you can see it. And uh, if you use uh, promo code HOME10, you get 10% off. So I encourage you to go get some patriotic gear for yourself. It is uh, 10.01. We actually started on time today. So if you would have saw what was going on behind the scenes before the camera, uh, I got to take that off because you see the blue, right? You see the blue? Uh, if you would have seen what was transpiring before, because as th- those of you who watched the uh, Brighton.tv show last Friday, which is on Fridays, Everything Home is on Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. I got to slow down for the time zones. 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Brighton.tv. We were in the talk radio station studio because I listened to the guy at Home Depot and he said, don't worry, this is the most amazing glue that like if, 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 if you, cause I put these panels on in the studio, like we're going to see, these are all panels, right? Before this was like a regular room. So I, uh, he said, if, if the pan, I said, is this going to fall off or because it's just, it's just those stupid panels that you buy, right? It's like particle board. And he's, I said, is this going to fall off? He goes, no, this thing, this, this is the most amazing glue. You know, like the guys that work there, they know everything. No, they know nothing. That's why they're there because their wife said, get the hell out of my house and stop, tr- and stop unfixing things in my own home. So he said, no, 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 they're never going to fall off. Your whole wall would come off. No, no, no. The, the panel came, hit the TV, hit the camera, hit the mic, screwed up the computer. And we just got it back last night. So we are back in the studio and uh, thank God for that. Cause I can tell you right now, it is not as fun over there. That's, that is meant for talk radio. Okay. Uh, So we're back. Lucy DeGrazio is here. She is en fuego. She has a new nickname. It is the Holy Honey Badger. And um, I hope that everything is working fine right now because I just kind of piecemailed it, patched, worked, quilted it today. Uh, And I'm going to check everything because my job on Wednesdays on Jesus Rocks Prayer Group, Bible study and faith gathering to be the roadie, to be the tech, and to go behind the scenes and take care of that stuff. So um, I'm looking at the clock, 10.02. Oh, my God, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay. So if I, ha- I have a minute or two uh, because I got to give some PSAs just because of what's going on, right? And someone's got to pay for this show, right? So what I encourage you to do is go to uh, everythinghomeaboutus.com. You see there in the Take Action menu. And literally everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities is there. It's not just our show. It's the guests that come on our talk radio show, which is on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And on a TV show, which I mentioned at brighttan.tv is on Fridays and all kinds of amazing resources, groups to join. That's part of the whole Save My Freedom movement. If you text the word action, that's what I forgot to put on the See, I did. I added to the ticker. You didn't notice that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of a sudden, I got this tech talent, right? 
So if you text the word action to 91776, that's 91776. And you can get on the newsletter, you can get on the text messaging alert list and all the networking groups that we have and all the Patriot oriented groups, which we had our Tuesday meetings yesterday, which was unbelievable. We had like the highest numbers, incredible stories. Uh, and since the primaries are come up, there's 14 primaries between now and the end of August. And uh, do not, do not put your ballot in a mailbox, in a female box, in a trans box or in a demon box because the demons will eat it. And especially if it has an R next to it, right? If it says Republican, like in Arizona, because you could see the envelope and it says it says Republican, then they're going to eat it. They're going to shred it. It's going to end up in the, the Hickman uh, farmhouse and they're going to burn it down because that's what we do here in Arizona. We, we burn our ballots and our babies are racist and we don't change our clocks. Okay, welcome to Arizona. That's what happens here in this state. Mayor Corruption County, Mayor Corruption County. So on, on our... our, our um, primary is. Uh, thank you very much. Next Tuesday. It is next Tuesday. So there's a whole bunch next Tuesday. And then for the, the, so do not do that. Encourage every single person that you know and bring it up in every conversation to make sure they go in person and vote the day of and put the ballot into the machine themselves. Yes, we know we cannot control the machines. Yes, they manipulate the machines, but we don't have to give them the ammunition by giving them ballots and dropping it off in the demon ballot boxes. And, um, yeah, I think we're good. All right, I'm going to let her start. So go check out everything homeaboutus.com. Go check out the marketplace. Go buy some awesome goods. Steve Stern's company's on there. They've got, uh, like, we're up to like 75 different companies that we're working with. They all give amazing discounts. Patriotic gear. You got my pillow. You got your health stuff. I think we might touch on that on Friday's show. So, oh, real quick, on Friday's show, she is joining me. I think, well, she doesn't know it yet. She's coming for the full hour. She's coming for the full hour. And we're going to, we are going to dissect the Arizona candidates, because that way you can go vote next Tuesday. And we're going to talk about the rhinos. We're going to talk about the groups. We're going to talk about the nonprofits that are all fraudulent money laundering operations. We're going to, we're going to throw a bunch of people under the bus because they literally are hurting you in the state. And this is happening in your state too, but we're going to focus on here. We're going to tell you how to vote for, and then I'm host guest hosting Dr. Alan Keyes on Friday from one to 3 PM Eastern time on brighthand.tv. And I've got Jerome Davison, I've got uh, Elizabeth Nader, I've got Gail Golick, and a couple, two or maybe two or three other candidates uh, that are coming on. So we're going to talk Arizona, and we're going to talk Nation. We're going to talk about taking this country back. Okay, so yeah, just join us. We can do that. We can watch, be entertained, and uh, then I think that's it. I mean, there's a lot more, but uh, it's time for me to get off the stage. All right, so I'm going to go downstairs. Lucy is going to take over the show, and today she's going to talk about false teachings. She's going to talk about false teachers. She's going to talk about sacrificing the children. And yes, she is going to talk about satanic ritual abuse. And like, so real quick. So just to give you, just to let you know how, how much ahead of the, how, how the head out of the game she was, Laura, Laura Logan was talking about this on LT show about the children. And she was like, oh, she was kind of like now understanding what it's all about. She's been talking about it for years. So we're a little ahead of schedule there. So yes, we are now, since people are talking about, we encourage you to start paying attention and learn. And we're going to take it from there. All right. So Lucy DeGrazia, she's going to kick it in with the guitar. And then we're out of here. 7, 10.07. Is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> going downstairs. Good morning, everybody. I'm so, so honored and blessed and humbled to be here with you. I'm really excited to share with you today. So let's, let's start by worshiping our great God. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, my Father, for giving us another day to worship you. If you're in a position to stand, you can stand and sing. Let's prepare our hearts to worship our God. 
You are so good to me. You heal my broken heart. You are my Father in heaven. You are so good to me. You heal my broken heart. You are my Father in heaven. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. You are beautiful, my sweet, sweet song. I will sing again. to cover today. So if you have your Bibles, get them out because we're going to be uh, going through a lot of stuff. Um, is this microphone close enough? Is everybody oh, no, hearing me okay? Oh, Rody's coming back. <laughs> I, forgot to, I forgot to use the stairs. So when I popped up during the <laughs> thanks, thanks I, forgot, I forgot where I was. Thank you. I just want to make sure everybody can hear. I don't want to have... You know, you can... I'm not going to take the elevator this time. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Okay, so just to recap a little bit about what we talked about last week, um, we uh, we talked about the Church of Sardi in Revelation 3. We talked about the children. We talked about how the Lord protects the children, how the children are so important to the Lord. Uh, we read through Matthew 18, Mark 10, uh, Luke, 1, 4, Luke 142, Luke 118. Uh, we talked about Jeremiah. 19, where God says, you know, it never crossed my mind that you would sacrifice your children. Uh, why are you doing this? Um, 
And we touched a little bit on SRA or satanic ritual abuse, um, 50,000 children a month in the United States. Um, we have all kinds of legal ways to kidnap children with like CPS and TGen and uh, children's hospitals, uh, orphanages, churches. If you haven't seen what's going on uh, in our churches, we have a few citizen journalists. Uh, one is out here right now in Phoenix doing some citizen journaling because we can't trust our mainstream journalists to cover truth for us. But he's been seeing churches in Phoenix in the middle of the night who have a lot of children and a lot of activities in the parking lot. We don't know if they're trafficking kids or uh, you know, rounding up the illegals to traffic them out. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and so today we're going to continue on that. But what I want to illustrate to you um, is the false teachings because everything we have been told is a lie, okay? Um, the last three years, has your government lied to you? Have we been lied to? Um, that's a big question, right? So if we've been lied to about COVID, about that vaccine, masks, uh, our food industry, right? It's all a lie. We've been, we've, been, we've been deceived. We've been lied. Go back. How about the JFK assassination? They still won't release everything. What's going on? 9-11, right? We're being lied to on a daily basis. Yet, we still continue to choose to believe. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about false teachings in the church, because uh, one thing that I've been learning in my research is uh, the Freemasons. And we're going to talk, we're going to get into Freemasonry, not today, but but soon. Um, but what you need to know is the, the Freemasons, um, they, they've been around since like the 15th century. And they, you know, they started off kind of righteous, but they went, they went Luciferian very quickly. And, uh, and they now are embedded in every aspect of American life, from government to education, to the medical industry, to the food industry, to the churches. Yes, the seminaries have been completely infiltrated with Freemasonry teachings. And I'm going to show you some of that today, um, because a lot of the pastors, they don't necessarily know that they're not teaching truth. They're only teaching what they've learned in their seminaries. And so if you see where I'm getting at, they don't really understand what they're doing. Some of them do, but I think the majority of them are, are teaching us falsely without really knowing it because of what they've learned in their misguided seminaries. Okay. Um, so we're going to start at Matthew 27. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 27. Um, Forgive me, it's a little dark in the studio uh, for lighting purposes, so um, I'm doing my best here to, to see and read, but uh, Matthew chapter 27, I'll give you a second to get there, and we're going to start at verse um, 62, okay, and, uh, and what we're going to see here, thank you, <laughs> thank you, and, and what we're going to see here is the first false teaching, the first lie right here in Matthew chapter 27, verse 62. So the next day on the Sabbath, the leading priests and the Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, sir, we remember what that deceiver, they're talking about Jesus, once said while he was still alive. After three days, I will rise from the dead. 
So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If that happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. And Pilate replied, take guards and secure it the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. So there was the first deceit, the first lie right there. Hey, this guy, Jesus, is not who he says he was. And he's going to, his, 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 uh, his followers are going to go steal the body and they're going to start this lie. And so we, we were asking you to seal the tomb, which, which Pilate did, but we, we know what happened, right? So there's the first lie. And then when Jesus went missing, they already had, because they set up the narrative with Pilate. So they, they said, see, you see, Pilate, he, they did exactly what we said. They stole his body. And then Pilate started this huge search for who stole Jesus's body and no one found it. There's actually a movie. If you have Pure Flix, there's a movie called um, Risen. Highly recommend. It's really good because it shows it shows a, a, a take of a Roman guard who is um, on a mission to find the body. And it's really interesting. So, okay. So I don't want to go off on a, on a tangent. The next place in scripture that I want to show you uh, is in Acts. So if you will please turn to Acts chapter 20. Um, and we're going to start at verse 29. Okay. So, uh, I know that false teachers, like vicious wolves, will come in among you after I leave, not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following. Watch out. Remember the three years I was with you, my constant watch and care over you night and day, and my many tears for you. Okay, so right there, we're being warned again, be careful. The false teachers are here. They want to distract you. They want to lead you astray. Okay, so now let's talk about some of these churches um, that Paul was visiting and what they were going through, because we don't really, you know, we've been sitting in our churches for so long, and we don't really know a lot as we've been trusting our teachers, right? And so when you look at the scriptures for yourself and you actually see what was going on, these people were no different than us, just learning about Jesus. So the Galatians, for example, they're all these new Jewish Christians, right? And there's also Gentile Christians, right? So there are Jews who rejected Jesus. There are Jews who accepted Jesus and became Jewish Christians. And then there were the Gentile Christians, and we were all brought together with the Holy Spirit. So in Galatia, for example, the people there were dealing with the Jewish Christians who were telling the Gentile Christians that in order to follow Christ, you still had to practice all of the tenets of Judaism. And Paul actually called them Judaizers because they were distorting and giving false teachings to the new Gentile Christians. Uh, how about the Philippians? The Philippians were dealing with complete hostility toward the faith. They were just being persecuted. Nobody wanted the, 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 the Philippian people to follow Jesus. So they, they were completely being persecuted, even if they tried to worship Jesus. 
um, the Colossians. Uh, they had false teachers that were literally emphasizing the spiritual rulers and the authorities and powers of this world. Like we need to, these, these, these entities, what they were saying, have more power than, than Christ. So we need to be careful of them. So that was a complete false teaching, rising, literally rising up the demon power over Jesus. Um, they were very pagan and they were trying to convince the new Christians that the pagan gods were more powerful than Christ. Okay, another false teaching. Uh, the Thessalonians, the Jews who rejected Jesus, were literally stirring up trouble for the new Christians in Thessalonica. They were going to the Roman government and complaining, trying to get the Roman government involved. The Roman government kind of wanted to stay out of it um, because they didn't see it as a threat yet. Um, and then you have the Ephesians. The Ephesians, these poor people, man, they were really, they were really targeted. And I feel like America is a lot like Ephesus because Ephesus was a port city. It's, it's now modern day Turkey, but it was a port city. So there was a lot of commerce, trading, tourism, visitors, because Ephesia also had the temple of Artemis, the, fa the, the, the false god, right? And so... People were coming from all over to worship at this temple of Artemis, pagans from everywhere. So there was a lot of demonic energy happening in Ephesus. Um, and what was happening with the Gentile, the new Christians in Ephesus was because of all of this waves of constant paganism coming in and coming in and coming in, they were kind of getting swept away. They were blending in with it. They were starting to enjoy it. They were starting to not really stay on the narrow path with Jesus that Paul was taking them on. Um, so you see how, how easily we can be led astray by a false teacher. Um, so now I want to, I'm going to get a little harsh with you here. If you will turn with me to Hebrews chapter six. Because we've talked about, do you not go to church anymore because your pastors aren't saying anything? No, because we're still commanded to fellowship with other believers. And God tells us when you gather, when two or more are gathered in my name, I will be there. And so we gather, um, we gather every single week and we kind of lost our way in the false teaching because now we think we have to gather so we can go and learn about the Bible and about God from a pastor, but that's not really why we gather. We gather to worship and to fellowship and to pray and to study, but we're supposed to be studying on our own. And the fact that we haven't been doing that the majority of our lives, and we've been depending on these people to teach us, they've led us astray. Not only have they led us astray, but as you're going to see here in Hebrews chapter six, they've kind of kept us in this, what Paul calls infancy by constantly just going over the same things. And so if you look at, he, it's actually Hebrews chapter five, I'm sorry. Uh, so turn back a page. If you're in chapter six, go back. It's, it's, um, it's in Hebrews chapter five. It goes into chapter six, but I'm going to start at verse 11. So um, just give you a second to get there. So chapter five, starting at verse 11. Um, there is much more we'd like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. 
You have been believers for so long now that you ought to be teaching others, but instead you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. So let's stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we do not need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. You do not need further instruction about baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And so, God willing, we will move forward to further understanding. That's basically why I'm here and why I'm doing this. Because I myself have sat in churches that have kept us infant in infancy. And uh, because they talk about the same things over and over and over and over. And I, I say, you know, they stay in the they stay in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They very rarely go outside of the gospels and they almost never go and really dig into Old Testament teachings. And then when they do, they're kind of weird. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you an example of my own personal experience with this. Um, so if you want to turn to uh, 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4, verse 8, because we're going to talk a lot. I really want to hammer home about false teachings. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 8, it says, God has called us to live holy lives, not impure lives. Therefore, anyone who refuses to live by these rules is not disobeying human teaching, but is rejecting God who gives his Holy Spirit to you. And remember last week we talked about how as God's people, we're holy. That means we're set apart. We're not supposed to look like the people in this world. We're not supposed to do the things that they do. We're supposed to look different. Okay, we have a light. Um, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 3, when I left for Macedonia, I urged you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those whose teaching is contrary to the truth. Do not let them waste their time in endless discussion of myths and spiritual pedigrees. 2 Timothy, um, no, actually, I'm sorry. It's 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. So just turn a couple pages to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences are dead. Okay. Doctrines of demons. We will be hearing and we are hearing doctrines of demons, aren't we? Take the jab. Take the jab. It's good for you. Take the booster. It's good for you. Doctrines of demons. 
Um, so if we're believing everything that this world is telling us, what's different about us? If we're trusting the science, are we trusting God? Have you realized that science has become a God in itself? Science is a religion. Trust the science. Science says, science tells us, and here we do. We trust the science. Trust your doctor. How's that working out? Trust your doctor. And I'm not saying there are not good doctors. I'm not saying there are not good scientists. I'm focusing on us, our trust. Where are we putting our trust? Because God says, trust him. But yet, the world says, trust the science. Trust your doctor. Get that vax. God says we're all sinners. We need a savior because of the fall. Satan has been sent here before us, right? He's the father of lies. That's what Jesus calls him. The great deceiver. He's just here to, to seek you out, to hunt you down like a roaring lion and, and kill you. All of us, that's what he's here for. He's not, he's after us because he hates God. And this war is between him and God. So he's coming after God's image bearers. God created us in his image. We look like his, like him. We are his. And so Satan is here to destroy us, to hurt God. Okay, so when I say this is about the children, it is because it's really about Jesus. It's really about Jesus. Satan hates Jesus. And Satan and his minions have to, they have to submit to Jesus. Okay? That's why Jesus spent two-thirds of his time teaching us in that three and a half years that he walked among us and taught us, two-thirds of those three and a half years, he was showing us how to recognize demons, how to avoid them, and when we're confronted, how to cast them out. So wouldn't it be logical that Satan, who's in prison here, would use his prison time to convince God's image bearers that Jesus is not who he says he is, that he doesn't have the power, that there is no power in his name, which is not true. Okay? There is power in the name of Jesus. Even the demons have to obey Jesus. Okay? And we need to tap into our Holy Spirit power. Before we go any further, I want to illustrate this in a personal, with a, per, a very personal example. Um, because like I said, all of this started when I was sitting in my churches my whole life. And um, so I want to show you an example of how subtle the false teachings are in our churches. So when I sat in churches, I took notes, sermon notes, right? You always want to 
take notes. I have notebooks and notebooks and notebooks full of notes from sermons from pastors. And uh, as I was preparing for this week, I was kind of perusing through some of my sermon notes. This is These are from a church that I first attended here in Arizona when I first moved out here from the East Coast. This pastor was preaching on um, a story in Numbers 13. And this is really interesting because this is, you know, if you've been following Michelle and you watch her show, we did this whole Joshua moment uh, series. And this actually ties right into Joshua, um, which is, you know, there's no coincidences. God God is in control of everything. Thank you, Lord. And um, and he, uh, he shows us everything we need to know. Um, so here's my study notes on, on Numbers chapter 13. Um, and these were, these were my notes that I took while I was listening. So because of uh, the people, so we're talking about the people. This is the exile. Moses is taking the people to the land of Canaan. Uh, so the people have traveled. It's been 40 days. We're at verse 25. And my notes say, the people found that God told the truth. The land is indeed filled with milk and honey. They also told him that there were many people there. The people ignore the great gift that God gave them and instead focused on the one negative, the people in the land. So the people decided that the land wasn't good because the people in it were bad. And they make it worse than it is because they don't want to take these people on like God tells them. They don't trust God enough. Joshua and Caleb remember God and do the right thing. And so the, the moral, the sermon lesson was uh, to look inside yourself for courage and ask, do you trust God? Okay, so it sounds pretty good, right? And at the time, yeah, do I trust God? You know, do, they didn't want to go in, we, what, right? And it never even phased me. Because I wasn't reading and studying on my own, I was listening to the sermon notes and just seeing the one or two verses that were up on the screen and trusting that my pastor was telling me everything. Okay? But now let's really look into numbers. And I'm going to use the King James Version just so that we have all of the right wording. Um, so here we are, Numbers chapter 13, and I'm going to start at verse 27. Um, and they told him, so they're telling Moses, they're giving Moses a report. Okay, so if you don't really know the story, you should read it, <laughs> learn for yourself. Um, but basically, Moses sent out a bunch of spies. He sent out like 600 spies with Joshua and Caleb leading and said, go check it out. See what kind of fruit is there. Is there really milk and honey? Uh, will we be able to live? You know, God said everything is there prepared for us. Is this all true? Make sure. Okay. What are we up against? And so they came back and they told him, it's verse 27 in Numbers. And Numbers is, uh, is at the beginning of the Bible in the Old Testament. So they came back and they told Moses and said, we came into the land, whether thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Never, they, they actually took some fruit. They took some grapes. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, 
we saw the children of Anak there. Anak, we're going to find out who Anak is. The Amalekites dwell in the land in the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. They are much stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land that they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Okay? There were giants in the land. It wasn't that the people didn't trust God. There were giants in the land. It wasn't that the people just said, hey, God, you know, you brought us to this land, but there's people there. And, you know, we don't like those people. We don't want to live with them. That's kind of how this pastor made it sound. Why didn't he tell us that there were giants living there that were literally eating the regular people who lived among these giants, the other tribes? The sons of Anak were giants. Anak was a giant, Nephilim. So we've been lied to. The giants were here and they were literally eating us. Okay? This is why the people were afraid. This is why God says, do you trust me? This is why Joshua and Caleb were the only two who made it to the promised land because everyone else said, we don't trust you enough, God. And so God said, that's it. I'm done with you. You don't trust me enough. And so you're not going to the promised land. I'll wait for your children to grow up and they will trust me and I will bring them to the land. Okay? So that's just my personal example of one false teaching. Why was that left out? Why were we not told that these giants, these Nephilim were eating us, were feeding off us? These are not my words. Because they're still feeding off us. Okay, you got to get ready for this. They're still feeding off us. They're feeding off our children now. Okay? I know this is going to sound crazy, but satanic ritual is very, very, very real. And it's growing. It's growing exponentially in this country. I told you guys a long time ago, Church of Satan is now actively recruiting because they're going to get religious freedom for abortion if they keep pushing. We have over 100,000 covens of practicing witches. They're called, they call, a lot of them call themselves Wiccans or light level magic. There's no such thing. That's a lie to make them believe they're doing like Mother Nature kind of things. Mother Nature is evil. That's Satan. Okay? So we need to get our minds around. Satanic ritual is very, very real. And they are after our children. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that now before we 
before our time runs out. Because as I said, this is the spiritual battle that, that uh, Paul tells us in Ephesians. This is what we're up against. These, these demons are after Jesus. They want to create an army of God's humans to hate Jesus as much as he does. And so they'll do anything. And the easiest way to get Satan's army built is through little children. Because once we are mature enough and we can figure it out ourselves, we'll see if we're studying scripture, we'll see through the deceptions of Satan because God will show us as he promises. But the little children, if they're not being taught by their parents, and remember last, last week we talked about that parent, the parents were bringing their children to Jesus to bless them. If you are not doing that with your child and instead sending your child out into this world and even encouraging your child to love the things of this world, you're literally sacrificing your child. And that's just one way that we sacrifice our kids. And that's not satanic ritual. Satanic ritual is something completely different. So let's take a brief look at what this looks like. Okay. Um, we have something in this country, uh, in, in the world of psychology, that is growing. It used, they used to call it uh, multiple personality disorder. Uh, now they call it uh, dissociative identity disorder. Um, if you're as old as I am, you might remember that movie with Sally Field in the 70s, Sybil. And she had, <laughs> I was so crazy. And she had all these kids living inside her, and right? Um, that's kind of what it is. But let's take a look at how that happens because it's really abnormal. And it, it only happens through satanic ritual, not 90% of it. Um, 95% of diagnosed cases of DID, dissociative identity disorder, um, have stemmed from some sort of satanic ritual abuse. Uh, every police force used to have um, a cult crime unit. That's where you get that show, The X-Files. I suggest you watch that show if you haven't watched it. It's not a show about aliens, if you really watch it deep. Um, and then remember, they show us everything they're doing. Uh, they actually, the government actually created um, in the 90s what was called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation to study um, dissociative identity disorder and how they got these memories, false memory syndrome society. Uh, if you really look into the false Memory Syndrome Society, uh, one of the doctors, Dr. Orne and Dr. Jolly West, those are the two like main founders. They were CIA and they were highly trained in MKUltra. Coincidence? Um, and they were saying that, you know, there, there's a lot of multiple personality disorder. There's a lot of DID, but they were actually creating it with the students, that the subjects that they were using. These people were going in for help and they were actually making them worse. Uh, because they were literally using MKUltra and Monarch programming and these other techniques that they had developed, which, by the way, stem from 15th century Rosicrucian Freemasons. So it's all connected when you really start digging in. Okay. So one of the ways that satanic ritual works and why it works so well on young children is uh, they're called splitters. 
they they act as splitters. So what they do, it's kind of like, have you ever heard of Stockholm syndrome, um, where they make you dependent on your abuser, literally, so that you don't want to leave your abuser. You start to see them as your protector as well. It's literally splitting and creating an emotional bond to the abuser. Okay. And it's all psychological demonic in your mind. And they will work at you until they can split off your personality, like Sybil. Okay. Once they split off your personality, sometimes they hypnotize. That's why you should never, ever, ever go to a hypnotist because it will open your mind to future, to future curses and things. That's how they get in. It opens a door for demons, literally. Okay. So once they have programmed the mind, the splitters split the mind, and now you're dependent. You have the Stockholm Syndrome. So you're looking at your abuser as not a bad guy anymore. Now, because they've split your mind, you have a dual mind. So now they can conjure. Now they can transfer demonic entities into you. And that's how demonic possession kind of works. Okay, I don't have all the details, but that's kind of how it works. They split you off, okay, and then they're able to to conjure and get inside your demon. Kind of like Jesus puts the Holy Spirit in us and he gives us the spirit. They give, they have to do it, split the spirit and then give a demonic spirit. It's really, it's evil. And even secular psychologists cannot break this. No matter what medicines they do. They just can't break it, okay? They use these rituals. They can hide within these rituals. Secret societies, okay? They take these children. Now I'm going to get a little bit deeper before we, we start to, to uh, wrap this up because I want to talk about the children and another way our children are really abused. Sexual assault, sexual ritual, uh, organ harvesting, okay? Um, but let's talk about adrenochrome. Okay. I know it's a big word and it's a scary word. And, um, but based on everything that we have just learned today about false teachings, I really need you to open up your mind. Adrenaline is powerful. The life is in the blood. We know that through the Bible. Jesus shed his blood for us. We are covered. If we follow Jesus are covered in his blood. The blood is life. To adrenalize the blood of a child and then to consume that blood gives life and energy to these demonic Satanists. You got to get your mind around it. Numbers 13. We don't want to go in that land. They're giants that are eating us. Okay. Did you guys see the New York Times this week about cannibalism? Hey, should we be doing it? May not be such a bad thing. Okay. What does God say about cannibalism? Yeah. So everything we're living through is supernatural. Get your mind in it and get out of this world. Step out of this world into heaven and let's live like citizens of heaven. So the adrenochrome, they will take a child and terrify it. Look up Mothers of Darkness Castle in Belgium. 
Look up some of these things. Start to do your homework. They will terrify these children. They put them on hunts. Mothers of Darkness, for example, they'll put them on hunts. Look up Bohemian Grove. Okay, these things are real. These things are real. Um, they will take a small child and terrorize it so that its blood is adrenalized. They will remove organs from an unanesthetized child to adrenalize the blood. The more adrenaline in the blood, the more powerful it is for them. Because they hate Jesus and they want to hurt Jesus. So they are torturing his children and drinking their blood. Got to get your minds around this. Okay? Why do we want abortion up until birth? Where do the barrels of dead babies go after abortion? After they take out all the organs, all the parts that they can sell and make money on, where do the rest of the babies go? Where is all the blood? Why do they want abortion until birth? Because the older the baby, the more terrified it's going to be and the more adrenalized blood it's going to produce when it's being torn apart limb from limb. The bigger the baby, the bigger the pain, you see? So yeah, let's abort that baby up until birth. Let's pull it apart as it's coming out the birth canal. And then where does it go? Oh, medical, biohazard, whatever. You have to start putting your mind around these things. You have to start asking these questions. And most importantly, you have to start getting into the word on your own. Because like I showed you, it's really subtle. They leave out really important things. And so we don't believe that there are literal demon-possessed people who run around, and most of them are in our government, Hollywood. Hollywood is what I like to call it, because that's what it is. And they're torturing our children. And they are drinking the adrenalized blood, okay? It's real. So can I have that? I just want to show one thing real fast. I don't know if you'll be able to see this. <laughs> I point in the camera. <laughs> I don't like this behind the scenes stuff. I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but this is a really good visual. What are you doing? All right. You can't really see it. No, I'll put, I'll put okay, it Okay, put it right up there and then bring it back to me. So you see what that says? God's word. Okay. Hey, my nails done, huh? Now, give it back to me. Okay. If we remove the apostrophe... Oh. Now what do we have? Okay. Now what do we have if you take away the apostrophe? Okay? This is really important, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're so big budget here. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh. See, pen and paper, everybody. Pen and paper. This is really, really important. Yeah, the true. word of God is our sword. It gives us the truth. Isn't it a lot easier to understand why they're torturing our children, why they're doing the things they're doing, 
when you know the truth, there are giants. <laughs> there still are giants. We just don't see them. God doesn't let them, God does not let them walk around in human form anymore, but they're still here. They're still here. Everywhere. Giants. <laughs> Get used to it because we live in a fallen world, right? And uh, yeah, so um, just be encouraged. Know that God loves us, that he's here for us, and thank him every single day for waking us up. He's waking us up to his truth. He's showing us what this world has blinded us from. And so today, I need you to understand. I need you to be out there. We need to be boots on the ground looking at our children because you will see this abuse if you're looking for it now. I see it everywhere, okay? Walking through the Walmarts. The cartels are using Walmarts to traffic children. So when you're walking through the Walmarts, Look and see if you see like really old, creepy guys with really young kids. Are they really the grandkids? Are they really the, do they really belong together? Start looking. Start looking because now we've got kids everywhere. And like, like I said, if you're watching some of these citizen journalist videos, they're going out in the middle of the night in Phoenix and they're videotaping churches in Phoenix that have unbelievable activity Going on, you would think it was a Sunday morning at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. And remember, the 3 o'clock hour is Satan's hour. So things that are happening at 3 a.m. while we're sleeping, it's all demonic energy. And so our citizen journalists are seeing these guys out there. They're seeing busloads of illegals in these church parking lots, little kids hiding behind walls at 3 o'clock in the morning. We need to be more aware. We need to be God's eyes. He gives us the eyes to see, the ears to hear. We need to be looking through those eyes and stop shutting our God eyes for the world's eyes. We need to get out of this. We need to get out of this. God wants to help us. He wants to be there with us. He is in it with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He walks with us every step of the way. You know, there's a saying, God will never give you anything that's too big for you to handle. That's kind of not true. He'll give you anything, but this is the promise. This is the real promise that he promises no matter what he puts in front of you, he's walking in front of you. He's walking behind you and he's walking on both sides of us. So no matter what, he says, go, I've got you. So when he told those Israelites, go, I know, I know what's in that land. I know those are giant houses that you did not build and cities that you didn't build and roads that you didn't pave. That was done for us by those giants who didn't belong here, who came here in the fall and distorted everything. God took them out in the flood. He said, I know who those giants are, those descendants, but don't worry. I've already dealt with them. You're mine. You're different. You're holy. Trust me, and I will send you out there. I will get rid of them. I just need you to take the steps into the land. Only two were willing to take those steps, Joshua and Caleb, and they were the only two out of that original group who made it, who God blessed, and they made it. Everybody else said, we don't really trust you. So today, 
Are you Joshua and Caleb? Or are you the rest of the Israelites who are going to turn back and be cowards? This is not the time to be cowards. The more they push against us, the more we know we're winning because God wins and we're team Jesus. There is power in his name. We're going to learn in the next several weeks how to tap into that power to tap, to, to cast out demons because we do have that power. Jesus gives it to us. All right, Michelle, I'm sorry. I took up so much time. We may not even have time to sing. Uh, no, my favorite part of the show. Is the sing? So you are singing. All you right. are singing. Get the guitar. All right. I'm gonna going. S- I'm going to sing real short, okay. except I lost my, my pick. Oh, here's my pick. All right. I like you made yourself right at home. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I took over your chair. And this is my favorite song because, it, well, it's my new favorite song because uh, it just says everything. It just says everything. And, it, and it's so beautiful because once you start to dig in to the word and you start to see the truth and God opens up your Holy Spirit eyes and your Holy Spirit ears, it's amazing. It's amazing. And when he says, there's no fear, I have not put a spirit of fear or timidity into you, but a spirit of, a spirit of courage. That's it. And this this is just awesome. So thanks again for being with me. Let's sing it. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can't see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's going to be a bright bright sunshiny day it's gonna be a bright bright sunshiny day i think i can make it now the pain is gone all of the bad feelings have disappeared here is the rainbow I've been praying for. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Hey. <laughs> All right, Michelle. All right, it's 1058. So we're gonna end it right here at 11 o'clock. So I've got two minutes. I just want, I, I, I might just, uh, <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Yeah, look, look at that handwriting. That's like sixth grade. Remember, that's when you Perfect to, like, put, the heart, put the heart on the thing. All right. So it's 1058. Uh, join us on Friday. Oh, look, I'm sprouting. I, I like when it sticks out. Right? It doesn't matter. Right? It's, our like, jersey, no, it's our no. jersey here because we have humidity here. Oh my God. It's unbelievable here in North Corruption <laughs> County. Um, so you can join us over on uh, righthand.tv. Uh, Lucy's going to be with me the full, for the full hour. Um, yeah, you are. Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna take and, down rhinos. Yeah, we're, 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 we're going. We're going. I'm bringing my rhino hunting gear. We're gonna take them down. <laughs> we might get dressed up for it. I think we should do the theme. <laughs> I don't actually need this because there's no one I need to listen to. So join us over on brighttown.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. This is really funny. Uh, on Friday, so we're gonna we're gonna dissect the Arizona uh, Arizona candidates and the election and give you some great advice and and and, and give you some insight on all these bad bad people which are most of the people running for office. Okay. So keep that in mind. Okay, one, one thing, one thing, remember, these are the people who took away all of us precinct committee man with a swipe of a pen. It was the fastest legislation that they all did. It was unanimous in the Senate, unanimous in the house. 
and the governor signed it all in the same day. So all of their normal procedures that they actually do, they didn't do. It was like, boom, 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 next thing you know. And you're like, oh, since when do you guys all agree on something? Something must be fishy. I smell a raton, right? And remember, the more they push back against us, that tells us we are over the bullseye and we're winning. So yeah. keep pushing. God wins. Yeah, so keep that in mind. All right, so join us on uh, Friday. And we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take the gloves off. Yep. The gloves and are off. Till then, stay prayed up. Stay on Team Jesus all the way. Stay close to the Lord. You did a great job today. Thanks. Very good. Very good. Holy uh, Spirit, thank you very much. Gonna, Love you, God. And uh, yeah, it's eleven o'clock. All right, I'm gonna cut myself off. So, uh, <laughs> and then don't forget, Monday is the Talk Radio Show. Everything home about us.com. All the information there to to go to Jesus Rocks. You can watch the past episodes. Is all listed on that Take Action menu. So go there. All right, I got to time to save our children. Yeah. Go do it. Bye. Love you. You've been listening to Everything Homes special segment, Stories Needing Sharing, with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. Visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com. And find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.